morning, I want to introduce three different objects. They have historic significance and they are also considered as essential utilities in our day-to-day -day lives. There are three different objects that we want to talk about this morning. Number one, clock. Can you say clock? Number two, compass. Number three, candle. So these are the three different objects I want to talk about this morning. So as we see that in the screen this morning, I would like to title my sermon as Clock, Compass, and Candle. Can you read that with me again? Clock, Compass, and Candle. This morning we are going to understand what significance, what relevance these three objects has, have on our lives. We all know that clock measures time. And compass sets direction. And candle illuminates things around us. Very simple. Clock measures time. And compass sets direction. And candle illuminates objects around us. So now, of course, you know, we, 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 we are just talking about 10 years, 20 years before, or 30 years, or even before, right? So the technology has taken over all these three objects that you may see today in the screen. But still, there is a history, and there is a legacy which we can never overlook. You know, these three are, how many of you use these three objects in your life? Anybody here? No? Nobody use clock? How many of you have clock in your house? We have clocks, but they don't work. We try to replace those batteries, but then still they don't work. Then people ask when they come home, why do you keep this clock? I say it's legacy. <laughs> so clock, compass, and probably compass, probably now we will not have used it. And candle we all used, right? I remember in my, olden, in my early days, in my, uh, you know, when I started studying in my second, third, fourth, fifth grade, we didn't have electricity and we had to depend on kerosene lamps or street lights or candles at times. And the candles are expensive because, you know, Jesus melted away. And then, you know, most of the time we were depending on candle or kerosene lamps and street lights. So a couple of us would have used and the next generation probably they had no clue about what we are talking about. Right? So we are slowly drifting from the phase where we used to have clocks and we don't need clock. You know, the time is in our hands. Right? So this morning, it's, you know, it's a joy for me to introduce these objects again and talk about some of the legacies these objects carry in our lives. You know, it is possible that we already would have lived off of our lives. We would have already lived one-third of our lives or three-fourths of our lives on the face of this earth. We don't know. But this morning, clock really helps us to know how much remaining time we have in our lives. And compass will really help us to know in which direction we need to steer our lives during the remaining days of our lives on the face of this earth. And probably candle may help us to know the opportunities that are around us and also the obstacles that we have in front of us. So these three objects, what are those objects? Number one? Louder, please. Clock. And then two? Compass. And three? Candles. So these three objects we are going to talk about this morning. Let's imagine we have a clock, but we don't have a compass. And we are very time sensitive because we have a clock. And because we don't have the compass, we can go into a 
wrong direction. Are you with me this morning? Are you with me? Can I hear an amen? So we have a clock with us, but we don't have a compass. You know, there are all the reasons that, you know, we can go in the wrong direction because we don't have a direction. On the other hand, we have a compass with us, but we don't have a clock. What will happen? We are in the right direction, but we are running out of time already because we missed the mark. We missed the sense of time. We missed the significance of time. So having a compass and having, not having a clock is not going to help us. Now let's imagine that we have a clock and we have a compass, but we don't have a candle. We know the direction, which direction we need to know, and we know the time that is in front of us. And if we do not have a candle, probably we don't know what is ahead of us, what is in front of us. And there is all the reason, you know, we can get stuck on our way or we can hit an object against an object and fall down. There are many things that could happen or probably we may miss some of those opportunities that God has in place for us because we are not illuminated. Those objects are not illuminated. Our eyes are, our mind is not enlightened to see those opportunities that are kept in front of us. So in today's sermon, we want to talk about the importance of having these three gadgets in our lives. In the ancient days, if you think about these three objects are very essential for their day-to-day -day lives. But today what we are going to understand is we are going to understand metaphorically the significance of those three objects in our material lives as well as in our spiritual lives, in our day-to-day -day lives. We can also consider this as an object lesson, kind of object lesson. Right? So let's, let's, let's get through one by one this morning. First of all, let's talk about clock. So we all know that clock is used to, to measure time. Clock reminds us that the clock is ticking away or the clock or the time is ticking away. The time is passing in our lives. When you lie down, when the clock is there in front of you in your bedroom and you, what you hear, you hear the tick sound. You know, some of us cannot sleep without that sound, right? We are so used to that sound that we need that to sleep. So what it conveys, it tells us that time is running away. We are running out of time. Every time when the clock ticks, you know, we, it tells us that we are running out of our time. Clock has been used centuries to measure time. To measure time. Time is a, such, a, a, such an essential commodity which we can never buy. You know, clocks really help us to find out the last time. How much time has already gone. You know, today, if, if you just get up in the morning and you just wash your face and you just get ready and you have breakfast and you know what, you want to do something and just do some reading and then watch the internet, check your mails and all those things. And by the time it's 12 o'clock, 12, 12 and a half. And you realize that so it's the time to cook lunch. And you rush, so clock tells us to know, clock lets us know the last time. Clock also helps us to know how much time is remaining during the day. You know, I'm talking about the importance of clock. Clock also reminds us the important, you know, important appointments that we have. It serves as a reminder. One o'clock you have a doctor appointment and it's 12.30 already, probably you need to get, you know, get going this now. So this is very important, you know, having a clock and allowing the clock to tell us how much time already we lost, how much time is ahead of us and what is just coming, what is about to come, what are those things that are coming in the day. You know, this is, these are a couple of uses that I mentioned about the clock. 
Jesus spoke many parables. In one of the parables that Jesus spoke about talents, the master, the man who had many servants, he called one of his servants and gave him five talents, another servant two talents, and another one one. And he said, I'm going to a far country, I will come back. And you can just go and do whatever you want. And the five, the one guy got who got the five talents, what did he do? He multiplied it. And the second one who got two talents, he multiplied. And what, what, what happened to the one? He buried it, right? He did not do anything with that. And now Bible says, after a long time, the master came back to his house. Shall you read the scripture, Matthew 25, verse 19? Can you read with me? After? A long time read with me read with me after a long time the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them we don't know how long all that the parable Jesus said is after a long time anybody knows how long it was how long probably this any guess no guess you don't want to get the guess and get into trouble so it says that a long time we don't know how long it was do you know the considering the fleeting nature of this life we have lived on the face of this earth for a long time already we have already lived on the face of this earth for a long time the unborn babies the babies who are killed during the birth the babies they grew as a child but they could not survive for some reason and as they become adult you know they could not survive because of the situation or because of the because of the disaster or because of the enmity or whatever reason they could not survive they had no time to live on the face of this earth but you and i already lived a for a very long time are you with me this morning we already lived on this earth for a long time, such a long time. And this morning God is asking us and he is bringing the clock in front of us and he is telling us, you already lived considerable time on the face of this earth. We don't know how much time you have remaining in your life and in my life. And God is telling the urgency by showing the clock in front of us. And God is telling us it is urgent that we need to do something which is important, which is supposed to be done in our lives. You know, there are few things that are optional, but there are few things they are mandatory. They need to be done in our lives. You know, this morning, if you are thinking something to do in our lives, I'm talking in the spiritual sense and the material sense. You know, sometimes we sit at the fence and we are not sure whether to do it or not. And God is telling us this morning, there are certain things that we must do in our lives. I don't know what it is. It may be your health that you need to take care of. It may be your relationship that you need to take care of your relationship. It may be your children. If you don't pay enough attention, they are just going out of the way. It is time to take care of them. It is time to spend time with them. It is time to work in their lives. There are certain things that are urgent. And God is telling us that the urgency needs to be met. And there is no other way. Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 20. Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 20. Can you read with me? Can you read with me all of you? The harvest is passed. The summer is ended. And we are not saved. God is talking about the urgency. There are many things that passed in our lives. As I said, we lived a long time on the face of this earth. The harvest is passed. The summer is ended. And we are not saved. 
saved him. And we do not know who our Lord is. We do not know how to worship the Lord. And we do not know how to pray. We do not know how to serve the Lord. And this morning God is telling us there are many things, many times you came to this church for a hundred times, but you do not know how to lift up your hands and worship the Lord. It's an awful thing. And God is telling us this morning, certain things are urgent in our lives and they are not optional that has to be done. Think about, you know, if you do not know how to worship the Lord in the face of this earth, when you go to heaven, there is a worship service going on. How do the angels praise? Angels praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How many times? All the time. Non-ending. So if you do not praise God on the face of this earth, when you go to heaven, heaven will be a strange place for you. You feel that you don't fit in heaven? Worship is important. Worship is important. There are many things that need to be done in our lives that are important. Giving is important. Serving the Lord is important. Serving the Lord is important. God is reminding us the urgency. And the life is very short. The remaining time is very short. The writer of James writes in James chapter 4 verse 14. Can you read with me? James chapter 4 word verse 14. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? Is it even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away? Do you prioritize in your life what needs to be done? Do you prioritize what are those things that must be done before end comes? This morning God is reminding us there are certain things that must be done. They are our priority in nature that need to be done. Your salvation is important. Your baptism is important. You need to receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit that is important. There are certain things that we cannot neglect. We need to just keep away from sinning and we need to walk with the Lord. We need to have proper fellowship with the people of God. Coming to church on Sunday morning, they are all must. They need to be done. And the psalmist is praying, God, you help me to remind, help me to know the remaining time in my life. Can you come with me to Psalm 39 verses 4 through 6? Shall we read those scriptures and move, move further? Psalm 39 verse 4. Lord, can you read with me? Make me to know my end. What a beautiful prayer. Lord, make me to know my end. She's not praying for Lord, you help me to know when I will get promotion. That's important. But you know, forget promotion. We need to know when we are going to end our lives. We are planning great things. It's all good. But we also need to know, God, you would help me to know my end. And continue reading. And what is the measure of my days that I may know how frail I am? Indeed, you have made my days as handbreadths. It just disappears. And my age is as nothing before you. Certainly every man at his best state is but vapor. And verse 6, surely every man walks about like a shadow. Surely they busy themselves in vain. He heaps up riches and does not know who will gather them. God wants us to know. He wants us to have an idea about 
how much time we have, remaining time we have on the face of this year. We talked about the clock. Let's move further. Let's talk a little bit about the compass. I said compass is an ancient navigation tool that has been used centuries together to determine the direction and the location for someone who is traveling a long distance. For somebody who is traveling a long distance, compass is needed so that they can identify where they are with respect to the reference they started from. You know, you all know how compass works and how compass works with respect to the magnetic field of the earth. And compasses are used even today in military and ships and in a navigation for airplanes and you know all, for all the navigation purposes there may be advanced versions of the compasses you know used they are used today or when gps comes you know some of those usages are replaced with gps you know there are there are many things we, we can see today in the, as the technology advances and compass needles if any of you seen that compass or use that in the lab as an ex, for an experiment the compass needles will point towards where true not or is it true north? Is it true north or the magnetic north of the earth? The magnetic north of the earth. There is a small difference. I don't remember how much, what degree. There is, a, there is an angle difference between true north and the mag magnetic north of the earth. You can just find out that later. But compass needles points us to the north. To the north keep that in mind compass needles points us to the north that's why we carry the compass and by the way you all know that you know most of you have compass in your phone right have you seen any times right you you have a compass in your phone you know you have a couple of gadgets already built in in your phone and wherever you walk around you can see that the north is pointing towards <coughs> south is pointing towards or nothing north is who which direction is pointing towards where come on somebody here South is pointing? Okay, somewhere, right? So, north and the south, not the east and the west. Can you say north and south? Can you say that 100 times, please? North and south? Okay, so compass needle helps us to point, to go, to move to a particular direction. To a particular direction. Right, as you see the compass there, as you see a magnet there, it's a magnetic needle. You know, the magnetic needle is pointing to the north, to the north pole of the earth. Let's read. I'm reading from the message, a translation, which we don't get normally. I'm just put that in the screen now, please. Psalm 43, verse 3 to 4. Can you read with me? Give me your lantern and compass. Give me a map. So I can find my way to the sacred mountain, to the place of your presence, to enter the place of worship, meet my exuberant God, or, 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 or as, uh, what do you say that, exuberant or a cheerful God, right? So God who always cheers us up, God who always motivates up, kind, that kind of God, and sing my thanks with a harp, a magnificent God, my God. So what the psalmist is asking, give me a lantern and give me a compass and give me a map to go where 
to the mountain of God. To the, you know, they, they all have spiritual significance, but we are not talking about those things now. But we are talking about a compass. Compass helps us and it points us to a direction. And that direction is our destiny. Can you all say destiny? Compass points us to a direction and that direction is where our destiny is. As we read the scripture, compass always points us to the city of God. Can you read one more scripture? Psalm 48 verses 1 and 2. Read with me. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in his holy mountain. Beautiful in elevation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the side of the north, the city of the great king. So it looks like the mountain of God is somewhere in the north. And you and I need to be happy. We are all closer to God. Are we not? Amen. We are somewhere very close to the north wall. So forgive us for those who are listening online. We are very close to God because where God is, God is on the side of the north and the compass is pointing us to the north let's let's work out that that variation that angle deviation a little later now here's the deal we talked about the clock now we are talking about the compass the clock shows us the time that is available in hand the compass shows us the direction it is pointing us to the north now within the given time Within the given time, we are moving to the north. Are we? We are moving to the north because that's where the compass is directing us. Now, in the middle of all these things, we need to do a lot of things. We need to work. We need to take care of our children. You know, we need to do so many things in our lives. And we need to earn money. You know, at times, you know, we go through sickness. At times, we go through trouble. All these things they try to take us, they take the direction away from the north. And where is our destiny? Where is our destiny? Where is it? Where is Mount Zion? Where God is? Side of the north. Sides of the north, what does it mean? Which direction it is? To the north direction, are you sure? Okay, I'm, I'm talking scriptures, okay? To the north direction, and that's where God is, and that's our destiny, and that's where we are pointed. But in the meantime, our mind is not aligned to the north. Even though we are sitting here, we are still thinking about, Lord, what do I do after I go home? Because I have not cooked anything for lunch. Amen? How many of you are really thinking about it now? You are listening, you appear to be listening to me and God has given me a gift to know what you are thinking in your mind. You are thinking about, I haven't cooked anything and my husband is going to ask for lunch immediately. Maybe it's a good idea on the way, just pick up something and go home. Your mind is working towards us. It's not pointing to the north. It is pointing to the, somewhere in the east. And we are thinking about, Lord, how do I achieve? You know, I have trouble in my work. How do I overcome? My clients are waiting there. I have a huge business, but I don't have to. I got stuck here at the church, Lord. Three hours, help me, Lord God. I want to get out of this place, Lord, so that I can serve my clients. Our compass is not aligned to the north. So within the given time, we want to achieve so many things. And often we take diversions, changing our compass, not pointing to the north. 
compass always points us back to the destiny no matter where you go will the north will the direction of the needle change it doesn't change it always points to the north our destiny is found in the Lord no matter where we go the compass is always going to point you to the north Lamentations chapter 3 verse 40 can you can you read with me Lamentations chapter 3 verse 40 let us search out and examine our ways and turn back to the Lord no matter where we go no matter what we do in our lives God is telling us this morning I have given a compass in your hands the Word of God the knowledge of God the presence of God that leads you the guidance of the Lord the voice of the Holy Spirit they all lead us to the Lord to heaven to the Mount Zion where our God is seated that's why David is crying out in Psalm 61 and he says Lord lead me to the rock Lord lead me to the rock can you read with me from the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed when what does it mean exactly when your heart is overwhelmed where your compass is not really pointing to the north it is somewhere else we are trying to go but the compass of the Lord is trying to bring you back and he says when my heart is overwhelmed can you read with me out loud lead me to the rock that is that's all you can read read louder please louder lead me still louder come on lead me to the rock that is higher than I who is that Jesus the Lord our Lord and psalmist is saying Lord wherever I go at times I'm overwhelmed I don't feel like seeking after you God just lead me to the rock lead me to the rock that is higher than higher than I today remember we may go out to work we may go out on a business trip or we may go on a vacation or we may be sick or we may not feel like doing anything but always the Lord is pointing us towards the rock that is higher than I are you with me this morning I mean it's easy to miss this it's easy to miss this it's easy to miss this but listen to me no matter what we try to do in our lives it is very important always get back to the Lord always get back to the Lord we try to go out the compass always bring us back to the Lord so we talked about the clock that makes us sensible to time and we talked about the compass that sets our direction the final thing is candle let's talk a little bit about it before we pray the third thing that we must carry is candle clock measures the time and the compass sets the direction and we said candle what candle does it illuminates everything around us when you are in the dark room when you light a candle you see things around you is seen because the light falls on those objects and get and reflects and when the light reflects your eye captures those reflection and you are able to see the objects so what we need we need a candle to show our way 
We need a candle to see what is ahead of us, what is in front of us. And this morning God is talking to us. It is important that we need to be having sense of time. It is important that we need to have a sense of direction in which direction we are going. It is also important that we need to see the things that are ahead of us. Not only to see the obstacles, but also to see the opportunities. Can you say opportunities? You know, what is the candle that we are talking about? The candle is the enlightenment that we need inside of us. The candle is the awakeness that we need to have inside of us. The candle is the wisdom that we need to have inside of us. The candle is nothing but uh, the, the, you know, keeping our eyes open to see the Lord as we started seeing this morning. Open my eyes. That's what we are talking about. You know, today, many times we are unable to see, we are unable to come up in our lives because we don't see the opportunities in front of us. There are plenty of opportunities which we don't see. You know, those who are especially working in stock markets, you know, they know day and night it is important for them to be awake, to know what is, how the market is fluctuating, so that they will not miss any opportunities. You know, we need that kind of eye to find out what God is bringing on our way, what God is doing in our lives. You know, if you can put the next slide, i just make it a little more clear this morning before we pray. God is asking us to carry our candle with us. Number one, candle will open our eyes to see the opportunities that we can grab. Candle will see, help us to see the growth opportunities that are in front of us. Candle will help us to see the ministry opportunities that are in front of us. You know, you drive through the city and you walk into the community and see when you take the candle with you, you see, there's a great opportunity. Probably we need to start a prayer group there. A ministry opportunity you see there. When you carry, when you carry that candle in your life and you walk through somebody, walk through a mall and you find out there is an advertisement, it is asking about it. It is talking about job opportunities, a job fair. You keep your eyes open because you're able to see things in our lives. Candle helps us to grab the opportunities, not only just opportunities, candle also helps us, the light also helps us to overcome the obstacles. There are obstacles on our way. The reason we are unable to come up in our lives, there are obstacles. There are just sitting in front of us. You know, sometimes those obstacles can just grow like a mountain when we are disappointed. When we are discouraged, when we are depressed, that obstacle grows like a mountain in front of us. And you need that candle. You have your timing, you have your direction, but you don't have your candle with you. You are going to hit, or you are going to tip over it. But God is telling you this morning, my son, my daughter, I want you to walk over. Can you say walk over? Can you say overcome? You know, this morning, God wants you to overcome those obstacles in front of you. They are not so heavy as you think. They are not so huge as you think. You can just hop over it. You can easily hop over it. Candle will help you to overcome, to over, hop over those obstacles in your life. There are certain obstacles that you need to go around. Are you with me this morning? Have you come across those obstacles that are... You need to go around. You don't want to hit. You don't want to touch those obstacles because it is going to touch you back. 
Have you come across? No, I need to tell you, talk in the simple English. Have you come across people you don't want to touch? Amen? Maybe sitting next to you. Maybe sitting next to you. And the moment you touch, it's going to what? It's going to fire, throw fire on your face. And it is better not to touch. You be in this room, I will be in this room. There are 16 feet difference gap between us. We will maintain, wherever we go, we will maintain that gap because I don't want to touch. There are people in our lives. We need to what? We need to go around it. Just be careful. Be silent. Don't make any noise. Just go around. Just go around. If you make any noise, if you wake the sleeping lion, what will happen? So be careful. Be careful. So we need the lights to know who is in front of us, with whom we are dealing with, what are the obstacles that are in front of us. There are certain obstacles in front of us. And now God is asking you to destroy those obstacles in Jesus' name. It's the time to pray for the obstacles. It's the time to pray for such obstacles. Every sickness when you pray is not going to go. It's not going to go. Why? That doesn't mean that God is not answering your prayer. You need to identify what kind of obstacle it is. It is an obstacle to overcome or it is an obstacle to go around or it is an obstacle to break those things in Jesus' name. Everything is not the same. And you break those things and you overcome. May it be sickness, may it be relationship, may it be children, or may it be money, or maybe health condition, whatever it may be. You need to pray for those things and you need to break those things. And they will be broken. You will be able to overcome those obstacles. And what helps you? Candle. Candle helps you to realize all these things in your life. Finally, there are oppositions to handle. We talked about the opportunities, we talked about the obstacles, there are oppositions to handle. You know, these oppositions, they are not going to leave you. They are going to fight with you all along. Who is the number one enemy? Devil. <laughs> Anybody better than devil? No? What about our own flesh? Yes, now somebody is saying yes. Our own flesh, the opposition to handle. It's very tough to handle our own flesh. Maybe we are so used to handle our enemy because we know how to pray. <laughs> when we have so much of opposition from the enemy, you know how to fast and overcome. But we do not know when we are stuck with ourselves. We do not know a position to handle and it is a lifelong fight <clears throat> and at least you thought your fight with you is over you turn to your left side or you turn to your right right side and there is another fight and that fight is going to go lifelong and there is no escape from that so this morning we need candle to find out all these things that are opposition to handle and how do we fight with those oppositions in every step maybe your flesh or maybe the devil or maybe someone else someone else in your life finally you need to reach the destination and how much time you have in front of us some of us end up in fighting all these things all these five, five four areas we have been working our ministries were handling obstacles and 
overcoming sorry uh, overcoming obstacles going around obstacles and breaking obstacles and handling opposition that's where our ministry is and where do you have time to do something for god where do you have time to do something for god you know this morning god is reminding us that we need to see the obstacles in front of us and we need to handle them accordingly job chapter 29 verse 3 reading from kjv bible says can you read with me job 29 3 when his candle shined upon my head and when by his light i walked through the darkness you know some of us are facing the darkness in our lives and god is telling when his candle is shine upon your life psalm, psalm 18 28 can you read with me psalm 18 28 for thou wilt light my candle the lord my god will enlighten my darkness even darkness will become light if we have the lamp of lamp of god if we have the light of the world in the, our lives even the darkness will become light and god is asking us to carry the candle in our lives candle also represents the word of god psalm 119 verse 105 can you read with me your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path candle also refers to the word of god word of god alone helps you to dot quench the fiery darts of the enemy word of god alone will quench you the schemes of the devil word of god alone will strengthen your inner man in your inner inner heart so that not you will not go weak words of man will help temporarily but god's word alone can revive you this morning we talked about the need of clock the need of the compass and the need of the candle shall we all arise as we summarize and close this morning what God wants us to do during the remaining time of our lives. What God is expecting us to do during the remaining couple of days, couple of months and weeks and years that we have ahead of us. This morning, God is reminding us, God is asking us to carry a clock with us so that we will be reminded before the time runs short. This morning, God wants us to listen to me as we close our eyes, as we just get into a time of prayer this morning. We need to carry the clock so that we know very well how much time is left out there for us. And we need to carry the compass always with us because it always points us to the destiny that is Mount Zion, that is heaven. This morning we get diverted because of various things in our lives. And God is calling us to turn our direction towards God. And we need to carry the candle to illuminate our path so that we know both the obstacles and the opportunities in front of us. Just want to give you a time, little bit of time this morning for you to pray.